This episode of On The Record is brought to you by Weasler Engineering. Whether you need low power for occasional use or high power for the toughest jobs, Weasler's PTO drive shafts have you covered. To learn more or to find the right PTO for you, visit www.weasler.com. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On The Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. Right to Repair has been making news from a legislative standpoint for years, and now two recent lawsuits filed against John Deere bring it to the legal realm as well. On January 12th, Forest River Farms, owned by Robert Blair, filed an antitrust lawsuit against Deere & Company over alleged monopolization of the repair service market for John Deere brand agricultural equipment and onboard central computers. Just seven days later, a similar lawsuit was filed in Alabama on behalf of Trinity Dale Wells. Wells' suit alleges that Deere's proprietary tractor software is creating a monopoly that's unfair to small farmers. Josh Evans, general counsel and vice president of government relations for the Equipment Dealers Association, says that likely won't be the end of the lawsuits filed. In class action cases like this, he says often once the initial suit is filed, every other plaintiff's firm of a certain size will go out and start looking for more plaintiffs to file their own lawsuits. In Evans' estimation, the lawsuits illustrate a fundamental misunderstanding and misconception of the farm equipment dealership industry. Evans and EDA stress that dealers need to take this opportunity to tell their story and make sure that state and federal governments and the news media understand the industry. Dealers need to stress that while they're connected to the manufacturers, they're independently owned businesses as well. This week's dealers on the move include Redland Equipment and Townline Equipment. ACO dealer Redland Equipment recently opened four Colorado locations. Redland is a new business venture and recently completed the purchase of G&M Implement and the ag assets of Wagner Equipment. Kubota dealer Townline Equipment has purchased three Sharon Springs Garage Kubota dealerships in New York. The dealership now has five locations and expands its service area from central New Hampshire and Vermont through the Albany area and central New York. Now here's Michaela Paukner with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. Precision Planting moved into the sprayer market with a series of new product announcements at its annual winter conference earlier this month. The company revealed a vision-based camera system that has multiple applications, including targeted spraying of weeds. It uses the Precision Planting 2020 monitor architecture, machine learning, and artificial intelligence to identify weeds and spot spray them. Those cameras can also be mounted above the sprayer tires to auto-steer the sprayer and keep it from running over crops. Precision Planting says the economic savings from the technology depend on the operator's skill set and the number of passes the grower does, but the vision system provides a significant reduction in operator fatigue and crop damage. The reveal comes about a month after John Deere said the company's see and spray targeted spraying technology would be taken into a commercial application with select customers in 2022. At the Precision Planting Conference, product manager Tristan Herman said see and spray's focus seems to be on fallow ground spot spraying, while Precision Planting is introducing a product that can do targeted spot spraying among crops. Product is we're continuing to develop Symphony, the vision technology. We have in the forefront of our minds that, that growers really depend on that residual herbicide in their program. And that's not something that's going away, so we are 
we are laser focused on, on developing this product in a way that allows growers to to continue that residual program alongside uh, targeted contact herbicide spraying. Precision Planting also introduced the Symphony Nozzle Control System, which can be paired with the camera system. The nozzles allow the sprayer to maintain constant pressure when changing rates or speed, allowing for swath control and turn compensation. And finally, the company presented the Reclaim Boom Priming and Recirculation, a retrofit kit that works with electric or standard sprayer nozzles. It uses a single rocker switch to circulate chemicals in the booms back into the tank so farmers don't have to spray the chemicals onto the ground to prime the boom. The company says these products are in the early stages of development and did not have a timeline for when they'd be commercially available. The alpha and beta versions of the sprayer technology will undergo testing this spring on corn, soybeans, cotton, and sugar beets. That's it from the technology corner. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Michaela. According to the January Ag Tractor and Combine reports from the Association of Equipment Manufacturers, U.S. and Canadian sales of row crop tractors and combines in 2021 were the highest they've been in several years. Over 100 horsepower tractor sales in the U.S. totaled 23,762 units in 2021, up 24 percent from 19,144 units in 2020. This was the most units sold in the last six years, falling just short of the 23,930 units sold in 2015. This was also the fourth year in a row of high horsepower tractor sales growth in the U.S. In Canada, high horsepower tractor sales totaled 3,852 units in 2021, a 34% year-over-year increase. This was a reversal of the decline seen in 2019 and 2020 sales and was the most sales reported since 2018's 3,932 units sold. In the U.S., last year's combine sales came in at 6,272 units, a 25% increase over the 5,030 units sold in 2020. This represented the second year of growth in the U.S. combine sales and the most sold in the last seven years, coming up short of the roughly 8,000 units sold in 2014. Canadian sales were also up in 2021, rising 23% to 1,786 units sold. This was the most combine sold reported in the last years, but below the 2,100 units sold in 2018. Now here's Associate Research Editor Ben Thorpe with a Data and Trends update. Thanks, Kim. A recent Ag Equipment dealer survey from investment bank Stiefel found that almost 60% of dealers expect their new equipment inventory to return to normal levels by 2023. Roughly 68% of Agco dealers forecast their new inventories to normalize by 2023, along with 61% of CNH industrial dealers and 58% of deer dealers. Roughly 5% of deer dealers considered their new inventories already normalized, while no other dealers did by brand. In total, roughly 10% of all surveyed dealers expected normal inventories in the second half of 2022, 16% estimated the inventories would normalize in 2024, and 8% expected normalcy after 2024. By type of dealership, 4% of small ag equipment dealers considered their new equipment inventories already normalized, while another 25% expected normalization in the second half of 2022. Roughly 52% of small ag equipment dealers expect their new equipment inventories to normalize in 2023. By comparison, no large ag equipment dealers reported having normal inventories currently, and 21% expected normal inventories in the first half of 2022. Exactly half of large ag dealers forecast normal inventories by 2023. 
Dealers that sell both large and small ag equipment were less optimistic on the near future, with only roughly 9% expecting normal new inventories before 2023. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Ben. This month's Ag Equipment Intelligence's Dealer Sentiments and Business Conditions update saw new equipment pricing hit a record high for the second month in a row. New price realization hit 3.8% in December 2021, up 3.4% in November, both of which are record highs at their time of publication. Price realization has been on the rise since early 2020 and broke into new highs in early 2021. One dealer from the Lake States felt higher prices were just one of the potential challenges to current equipment demand, saying, We are nervous that, that demand will trend downward after price realization, less discounting, and now higher interest rates and input costs hit farmers' balance sheets. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lessetermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.